Welcome to the Thunderdome. It's what we would say for Vince McMahon. Welcome, everyone, to the Ringside Report. Today, we will be talking about everything from the beginning of the Thunderdome to SmackDown last night to SummerSlam to top commentator leaving and so much more. Because this is the Ringside Report. So let's start by talking about the brand new trend in the WWE. The Thunderdome. So there's been rumors going around for the last couple of months, I would say, that Vince wanted to get SummerSlam out of the PC. Now, there was rumors about it possibly being on a beach, like WCW style. Then there was rumors about it being on a cruise ship, like AEW style. But then those kind of rumors kind of all like went away. And then, about a week ago, a video surfaced of WWE trucks arriving at the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. So then rumors really started picking back up about possibly them doing something at the racing for SummerSlam. And um, even like when all these rumors started, there was definitely talks about some way, somehow getting fans back into the arena. Rather it was virtual, rather it was just bringing a handful in to be six feet apart. But, um, and then on Monday, WWE announced that they're doing this thing called the Thunderdome. Trying to be dramatic. But, um, anyway, so they basically said that, um, and of course now you guys probably already know all of this because, you know, the Thunderdome started last night. But anyway, they basically said, um, that they were going to be doing this new thing. They were going to be bringing in virtual fans on the LED boards. And, um, there's, they were supposed to have, you know, high-tech entrances, pyro, um, you know, smoke machines, all that good stuff. So, um, and when I first read this, I'm like, this actually sounds pretty cool. And so, um, but... In the article, um, there was one mistake W made. In the article, they said that registration for fans that want to be a part of the Thunderdome would open that night. So this was Monday night. So Monday night, Monday goes by, um, nothing really happens. You know, I was really thinking, okay, maybe they'll like promote it after, maybe they'll promote it during round and say. Oh, well, registration right now. Well, they promoted it like a million times during a while. But nothing about registration. So, Monday goes by, nothing. Then Tuesday, um, Tuesday, um, I, so it's Tuesday night. I had just gotten outside, you know, I was kind of, you know, just that's time that, you know, I started kind of, you know, trying to, Chill down, calm down, um, you know, just relax. And then, um, like, if this, and keep in mind, this is about 10 o'clock, 10.30. So then I was like, you know what? Just out of curiosity, I want to, I want to see if they have open registration yet. So I go to the website, and then sure enough, registration is open for SmackDown. I'm like, oh, sweet. So, you know, I follow all my information. Uh, really nothing too complicated. All I asked for was my name and my email. Nothing else. Um, so I put that in. And then, so then, I filled out my, filled out my application. It's a, you know, congratulations, you've been accepted, blah, blah, blah. And then they sent me an email with a con, like confirmation kind of thing, basically saying, you're in. And then, um, but I must have gotten on the right time because, um, I got 
on social media about 10.30. And I saw the WWE had already announced that it has reached the maximum. So, um, definitely was a little lucky. Really, still not so lucky. I'll get to that in a little bit. But, um, yeah. So, then... So then, um, so that, so SmackDown registration filled up within minutes. So then, um, Friday comes and, um, like, and like, I knew how fast SmackDown filled up. So I wanted to kind of make sure I didn't miss when SummerSlam registration opened up because I really wanted to be a part of the SummerSlam one. So I was kind of, you know, I was kind of just Friday morning. This is like at nine o'clock. It was early. I was just laying in bed, and then all of a sudden, a notification comes off of my phone, and it says WWE had tweeted, you know, about SummerSlam registration finally being open for the Thunderdome. I was like, sweet. So I get on, and then you know, I'm like, yes, I'm in. Now up until last. Like, up till maybe, like, a couple hours before SmackDown went on the air, I actually thought that, um, you know, I actually thought that, like, you would get on at the beginning of SmackDown on the Thunderdome, and you would stay on for the whole show. I was wrong. Because, and I was kind of a little confused by this at first, because when WWE sent me that email Tuesday night. They said, call time 8.15 Eastern, which is 7.15 my time. And I was like, well, that's a little weird because SmackDown starts at 7, and I would think that they would have fans right away, which they did. But come to find out, they had, like, so many people signed up that they have to actually keep rotating fans throughout the night. So, um, and this is probably where I kind of got a little aggravated. So, my call time was 7.15. So, I I got everything set up. I was getting ready to get on. And then, so, I'm watching the clock. <laughs> well, I have, so I have some, I have some back down on my TV. Just so, when, you know, my time was done, I wouldn't miss any. Because I also didn't know this, but from when they actually do moves to when it appears on TV, there's like a five-second TV delay. So I didn't know that, but um, anyway, back to what I was talking about. So, um, but yeah, so seven, so I'm watching, I have my laptop ready. So seven, it's like seven, like seven, fourteen, I'm getting ready. I have my email pulled up. And then 7.15, like, right at 7.15, I clicked the link. And without even any hesitation, all it says is the Thunderdome has reached maximum capacity. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Because, um, but I'm like, okay, no big deal. I'll try it again at SummerSlam. So, um, but come to find out, I talked. Well, I talked to a few people that actually made it into the Thunderdome. And what they did was they, like, clicked the link, like, right when they sent it to them. So, come Sunday, that's probably what I'm going to do. But, um, and here's another thing that concerns me. My, my call time for SummerSlam Sunday... Is ten fifteen Eastern or something like that. Nine fifteen my time. The show starts at six. Now I'm not complaining or anything, but and then like I know somebody else that their call times like nine forty five or like ten forty five. So I'm like so that's like four hours. Like that's those four hours long. And I'm not complaining, but I just hope. We don't get all these like dragged out matches like we normally get. That's my only concern. That if they're like, if they're like 
having us, you know, get on at this certain time. I mean, I wouldn't mind a show going four hours, but I just don't want, like, every match to be dragged out like we've been seeing. So, um, but yeah, but, um, other than that, um, and I'll talk about this later in my SmackDown review, but other than that, from what I saw last night, like, this Thunderdome thing, like, I know some people were, like, on Twitter complaining about how, oh, the fans make it so distracting to watch this show and this and that. Me, honestly, I had no problem with the fans. With the fans in the background, like, I, I didn't get distracted at all. One, I have one tiny complaint about this Thunderdome. They brought back all these virtual fans when you can't even hear them. Now, I just now discovered this until, like, I was reading somebody else's review and they brought this up. I thought I kind of noticed it, but I wasn't sure. But come to find out, WWE actually muted all the fans and just used, like, audio from 2K, literally. They literally, so, when somebody else said, like, they recorded, they recorded, um, like, you know, like, um, audio from past Raws and Smackdowns and all that, and then they also kind of combined it with the audio from 2K, and then... They just use that, which I can kind of understand, because, like, I know maybe, like, somebody, you know, has kids in that, and their kids are running around, you know, people don't want to hear people's kids screaming and all that. So I kind of understand that, but really, it's like, what's the point of bringing fans back if you can't, if they can't even, like, speak? So, um, but, um, you know... You know, so it's kind of just crazy, but like I said, other than that, um, I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, so, so like I said, um, SummerSlam, I'm, su- I'm supposed to be getting on at 9.15, and then I also registered this morning for, um, for um, Monday's um, Thunderdome thing, and there, um, my call time is 6.45 p.m., which I'm assuming is for main event, because um, they even said that, um, you know, like, they're not just, like, doing the Thunderdome thing for Raw, SmackDown pay-per-views. They're also going to do, like, because, like, I don't know if you guys ever been to, I don't know, I'm keep going on about this, but, um, I don't know if you guys ever been to, like, a reg, like, a live wrestling event, but what they normally do is they do main event, they do main event, like, throughout the Raw, they do a main event taping, and then they do Monday Night Raw. So, um, basically, um, they said Mondays, they're going to do the same thing, they're going to do a main event taping, and then, sorry, I gotta fix my mic. And then they're going to do a, um, and they're going to do a raw taping. So, I think I'm on main event. And then, and then SmackDown, this is a weird thing. SmackDown, they said that they're going to do 205 Live before SmackDown. Which is kind of weird to me because, number one, SmackDown, I mean, 205 Live is normally always after SmackDown, or always filmed before Smack or after SmackDown, but yet they're still airing it after SmackDown. That's the thing that confuses me. Like, um, I was going to say something. But yeah, that is the thing that confuses me. Like, you're airing, I just, I just don't know. Um... But then, um, another thing that really, really confuses me 
Now, I'm, this is totally off-related subject, but why in the world are they doing a pay-per-view, no, a pay-per-view after one of their biggest pay-per-views? Like, a, so they're doing SummerSlam tomorrow, Sunday, or today, whenever you're watching this, and then they're doing payback a week after. Now, here's my question. Why don't, why don't you just, now, because I feel like, because somebody else said they're kind of doing this because of All Out, which is, um, like, the first week of September, but anyway, um, why, why are you, like, doing it then? Here's what I would have done. I would have, sorry, my mic keeps falling out. I would have done SummerSlam tomorrow, and then wait, like, a week, and then do Payback the 5th, the same day as All Out, do like as like a little network special if you're real if you really want to try and go to war with AEW that's what I would do now me personally I'm gonna watch all out no matter if there's a pay-per-view or another pay-per-view or not I'm watching all out but I'm just saying that's what I would have done so um but yeah so um but like I said, overall Thunderdome. Um, I already saw the numbers, the rankings for last night. Really up. Oh, oh, I know what I was gonna say. Back to about doing the two over five live thing before SmackDown. So anyway, um, so they're doing two o five live before SmackDown taping it, but then airing it after SmackDown. Even though they normally just air it and film it after SmackDown. But then, here's the other weird thing. They're bringing back Talking Smack. Which I really don't mind. I'm kind of happy about But they're doing it Saturday mornings. Like, really? So, basically, but and somebody also brought this up. I kind of see why they're doing it, because apparently, um, with, like, Fox, for people, like, in California and that, um, they actually don't watch SmackDown until it's, like, 7 o'clock their time. So, like, their SmackDown is, like, delayed from when we watch it. So, like, basically, I think when, like, our SmackDown ends, theirs begin. So, um... But still, um, this all confusing to me. Like, um, you know, I mean, just because, like, I mean, like, you can at least, like, if you're going to do it, don't call it, like, Talking Smack. Because, you know, when I think of Talking Smack, I'm thinking, like, you know, something that's happened right after Smack, I'm like, Raw Talk. Raw Talk airs, like, directly after Raw goes off the air. But, um, but that's a little confusing me, and and another thing that confused me was yesterday, when they announced it, they said that it will be Caleb Braxton and Xavier Woods hosting it. However, we got Caleb Braxton in the Miz. Which, you know, I kind of agree because, you know, Xavier is still injuring this and that. But he kind of said Xavier is going to be the main host. But the Miz is just filling in for him for now. Because when I first heard about, like, them thinking about bringing Talking Smack back, I thought, okay, maybe we'll, same, we'll get the same, you know, Renee Young and Daniel Bryan. Instead, we got... Instead, we got, because, which I kind of get now, because Renee Young is leaving, in case you guys have not, I'll talk about that later, but, so Renee Young's leaving, Brian is still off the road, so, but, um, 
it's just a little crazy to me. But anyway, enough about that. Let's move on to talk about SmackDown in general. Actually, before I move on, let me say one more thing. Um, I kind of also wanted this too, because when they announced this whole fandom thing, they said it will include Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, what about NXT? Um, and then there was rumors going on about maybe them holding NXT TakeOver there and everything. But then yesterday, Triple H was like, doing a conference call and everything. And he said that um, the main reason why they don't want to move to Aries Center and the fundamental that is because apparently... You know, they have, like, a good deal going with, um, Full Sail right now. And, um, just feel like it's kind of what's best for the business. Um, but, um, yeah, just a little side note right there. But anyway, let's move on to SmackDown. So, I was telling a couple people this. Last night, I got to say something about SmackDown that I haven't got to say in a while. I actually enjoyed SmackDown. No lie. Um, I felt that, you know, you know, everything went by smoothly. I feel like nothing was really dragged out. Um, but I know sometimes WWE kind of does these, like, long matches that have, like, no meaning. But, like, I feel like everything had a meaning. Everything, you know... Got the, like, time they needed, the, like, correct time they needed. And, overall, I feel, I felt like it was a pretty good show. Um, but, um, like I said, like, people were, some people were saying that, like, they felt like the fans being on LED boards was distracting from the action. I honestly didn't think about that. You know, I had no problem with the fans. You know, I was watching the action. Um, but yeah, SmackDown was actually, for once, I'll give it maybe a nine, a nine and a half out of ten. Um, but um, so the show started off um with Mr. McMahon. Already in the ring, which kind of disappointed me, because I was hoping like he would come down, and like all the like fans on the LED boards would be like swimming, no chance in hell, and all that stuff. But nope, Vince was like when we went on the air, Vince was already in the ring, and actually, um, going back up a little bit, the intro was you know crazy. Like, um, what they did was they had, like, like, bolts of lightning and, like, thunder, like, on the roof of the dome. And that was pretty cool. And then, um, there was a lot of pyro to start off the show. Like, um, I mean, it wasn't, like, too long or too much, but it was a little more than usual for a SmackDown event. But anyway, Mr. McMahon, you know, starts off in the ring, and like right off the bat, he's like, "Welcome to the Thunderdome," and all that stuff. And he like starts, you know, talking, and all of a sudden, here, and then all the, like the lights go out, and then um, then the thing comes out. Um, you know, I actually kind of thought the Fiend's entrance was cool. Um, you know, people were saying, oh, it's so spectacular. Like, I, you know, like, I wouldn't say it was super spectacular, but I wouldn't say it was the same. I mean, it was different. It was cool. But anyway, the Fiend gets into the ring. Him and Vince kind of have a stare down. I was really wishing he would put Vince in the Mandemar crawl. Didn't happen. 
and then um then bronze music hits Braun comes like rusting down to the ring and then all of a sudden we um they so they start having to stare down Vince gets out of the ring and then all of a sudden the lights start flickering and then redemption like people from redemption like kind of like do kind of what this you used to do and kind of like surround the ring on top of the apron and they're kind of just like staring at Braun and the Fiend and then all you see is the Fiend kind of waves goodbye and then the lights go out they come back on the Fiend's gone and then all of a sudden they start like jumping Braun Strowman sorry about sniffles but um but then the whole like locker room comes rusting down you know start being up on evolution not evolution. Rev. Retribution. Yeah. So, but anyway, so they come out. You know, they're beating up everybody. There's like a whole brawl going on. And then, um. And so, like, you know, like Retribution, like, you know, kind of like all kind of like runs out. And then, so then. We go to commercial, and if I don't know if it was just me, but um, I feel like we're kind of getting like AEW commercials. Like I feel like the commercials were like a little, the commercials, the commercial breaks were a little faster than normal, a little quicker. Like um, like towards the beginning, especially like we would have like free commercials. And then we will be back. But, um, yeah, so we get back from commercial. We have Big E versus Seamus in the ring. Superstars are still kind of surrounding the ring. Um, I'm not going to go into detail because we don't have any notes. I'm just basically going off of my mind. So, um, you know, they start the match. Um, actually have... A pretty good match. Um, I was a little disappointed again, cause um, like Seamus like had Biggie like on the ropes, and then he was doing his like thing where he he would hit his chest, like Biggie's chest, like on the ropes. And we're like, one, two. I was kind of like hoping like the audience would be like going like counting like they normally do, but um, we really didn't get none of that. Really, like I said, um, from what I was told, like the crowd could not say nothing at all. But um, or I was hoping at least they would insert noise of them saying it. But um, they're doing that. Um, and then Matt Riddle and Baron Corbin start brawling out in the ring. I mean, not in the ring, outside the ring. Samus kind of gets distracted. Biggie rolls him up. One, two, three, and then, um, you know, Biggie wins, and then, um, Michael Cole, um, says, we have a developing story, um, right now, and then they're like, they go back to the trainer's room, you know, Jeff Hardy is like, you know, kind of like in pain, and like, he's like, I need a new, and apparently he was saying like somebody, like during a retribution attack, you know, like, Apparently, like, attacked him behind. And then, so then, like, um, he's like, he's telling Dr. Kids, give me knee brace. I cannot miss this match. So, um, then we see the Lucha house party start walking, like, around the back of zero. And Michael's like, this SmackDown talking title match is next. And all of a sudden, Cesaro and Sensei come about nowhere. Um, basically ambushing the, um, Lucha House Party. And then Cesaro says, we'll see you out there, boys. And then walks away. We, um, we go to commercial. Then, of course, the Lucha House Party comes out. Cesaro makes his entrance. They calm down to the ring. This match was okay. I really wasn't paying that much attention to it. Um, so then, 
I forgot what the ending is, but um, like Cesaro ended up in like Metal League or something like that, and then no, it was Dorado, I think Metal League or Dorado, one of the two, and then so then we um, so Matsora and then Kalisto kind of runs into the ring, and like he's trying to like pick up. He's trying to, like, you know, check on whoever, Metal League or Dorado. And then, like, Metal League, like, pushes him. And then, like, Kalisto tries going after him. And then, like, once Dorado kind of, like, kind of tries and pushes him back. So, um, but I actually think if we could get, like, a Kalisto versus Metal League match, it would actually be pretty good. Especially with those with, like, two of the top high flyers in the business, I actually wouldn't mind that match. But, um, so then, we, um, like, sorry if, like, everything's in, not in order. I'm just kind of going, like, by what I thought happened and what order. So then, we, um, go to Mandy Rose. Like, Kid Practicals up turn like, she's like, and then, um, Mandy actually took the microphone and looked straight into the camera and was basically trying to say, Oh, like, we just need to put all this behind us and go back to the good times. Um, and then we go back, we go back to commercial, we come back, Bailey and Sasa come out to the ring, and then... So they come out to the ring, and then Corey Graves hops in the ring and was hearing him like he went like, then he's basically like saying like, oh, like, are you guys like breaking up or like, getting along or something like that? And then like, he's like, are you guys separating or splitting up? And like Bailey and Sasa just look at each other and like this full on iconic style go, no, at the same time. And then, so then, um, and then they, like, basically, Grace goes, well, who's going to fight Asuka first at SummerSlam? And then, um, they kind of, like, start, like, and then, um, Bailey, no, yeah, Bailey goes, well, goes to Sasha, well, I, I don't mind, you can go first if you want. And then Sasha, like, goes, are you volunteering me again? And then they like start arguing. And then Naomi comes out and was like, How about this? Why don't you guys just, well, Corey Grace is like, How about we do a beat the clock challenge match? So we go to commercial, we come back. It's Sasa versus Naomi first. Naomi, no, Sasa ends up winning via like tap out. And then. She got like three minutes and like seventeen seconds, and then Bailey comes up, comes up into losing to Naomi, and then um they start like checking up on one another. They start checking up on one another, and basically um, well no, Sasha comes and checks on Bailey, but she's smiling while she does it. And then, um, and then Asuka ends up coming out. Sasha gets out of the ring, starts charging at Asuka. Asuka, like, kicks, almost, like, kicks her head off. And then, um, Bailey, like, no, like, Asuka comes out, she cuts a promo, and then Sasha runs over up to her. Oscar kicks her head off, and then um she starts to go after Bailey, but Bailey gets out of the ring, runs up the ramp, doesn't even stop to check on Sasha Banks, and goes to the back. And then we go to commercial, we come back, we come back, um, then we get a okay pre, I would say you know a okay promo. From starting to feel basically saying, like, Tamira was basically like, oh, well, you know, 
I don't think Harry's hair is enough. I don't want to see your face anymore. And then she offers a no disqualification, loser leaves WWE match. Um, and then honestly, I think this is one of the best promos she's ever given. And then, um, so then, so it's like, so then, um, I heard now from. I've heard from multiple sources that Sonya Deville, spoiled, will actually be losing this match come Sunday. Um, because apparently he, she's either asked for her release or is either asked for time off. Um, I have no clue, and I'll talk about this later in the broadcast. I have no clue. If this has anything to do with what happened this past weekend. Like I said, I'll talk about that later. But um but yeah, Sonya Deville will be losing this Sunday ninety-nine percent sure. Um So then we go back to commercial. There's like so many commercials. And then we get Jeff Hardy Versus AJ Styles. Um. Oh. I should also mention. We are. There is also like. AJ, when AJ Styles getting interviewed. And then the video played. Of. Um. AJ. During the retribution attack. Actually. Like. Hitting Jeff Hardy's knee from behind. So anyway. We did the Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles match. Um. This was honestly a very good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, AJ, like, throughout the match, kept going after the leg. And then, at one point, Jeff Hardy, like, kneed him in the face with his knee brace. And then, hits him with a twist of faith. Goes up to the top rope. Hits the Swanton Bomb. Gets a 1-2-3. And we have a new Intercontinental Champion. And Jeff Hardy. So he's celebrating. And then. Before we get to commercial. We get the most. Craziest thing. We see Ramblin Rabbit. From the Firefly Funhouse. Dressed as Alexa Bush. And then. We get. And then we get. um. Then we see. The pig from. I forgot what his name is. The pig from Firefly Funhouse. Trust as Braun Strowman in a shirt that says get these hooves. So we go to commercial, we come back, we get like a small promo from Nikki Cross basically saying that Alexa hasn't been has not been herself since she's um since she's had contact with the scene. And then when we get um an episode of Five Five Funhouse where Brave Boxes tells everybody, I love you. And then, like, the kids are like, Aww. And then, like, he basically is going about this thing, meaning how, like, love can also be a bad thing sometimes. And then he starts talking, and then he kind of looks over to the side and basically mumbles, What? took you so long. And then Braun Strowman like comes out of nowhere, attacks, like ambushes him. And then now you if you look closely, you could clearly tell that he was not punching him like at all. Like you could see like he was just punching air. But um anyway so then like he dra- you can see like Braun Dragon Bray out of, like, the Firefly Funhouse. And then, we go to commercial, we come back, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, like, brawling all throughout the arena. And then, Braun actually picks him up and choke slams him, I don't know, with, like, a golden duck or some type, onto concrete. And I really didn't catch this until um, I kind of watched it back. But if you listen closely, because they didn't show Bray hitting the ground. But if you listen closely, you can hear Bray, like, 
hitting like a pad of some sorts and then kind of sliding off. So, and then with, and I'm so dumb, like I actually thought like Bray, I was actually wondering why I didn't show him and then kind of, oh, well, he probably had a pad. And then, so then, I'm kind of like, Brown walks away, like, all these producers, like, Jamie Noble, Adam Pierce, all kind of, like, jump down, you know, go check on him. This ambulance, you know, pulls up, they get Bray loaded up in the ambulance, and when the ambulance takes off, and then stops, like, a few steps up, they, like, address a button and stops. And then everybody's like saying, go, go, go. And then, like, the ambulance starts backing up. And then, like, Jamie Noble and Adam Pierce are like, the exit's that way, that way. And then it stops again. And all you see is, like, the um thing, like, inside the ambulance turn red. And then the camera turns and faces, like, the referees and all the producers. And they're like, you can see they're very horrified and then like Adam Pierce goes what is that and then you turn the camera turns back around and the fiend is actually like standing on the ambulance and then they get close up to the fiend and all of a sudden he just starts laughing like non-stop and then we go off the air um so like I said you know, pretty interesting SmackDown. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, not just because of the Thunderdome, but I feel like I feel like I said earlier, like nothing was dragged out, nothing went longer than it should have went. Um, but I definitely feel like the Thunderdome definitely gives it a nice little feel. Um, but. Yeah, so other than that, um, I definitely give SmackDown a nine and a half, or maybe a ten even, ten out of ten, nine and a half out of ten. But um, yeah, so pretty good show. So um, definitely looking forward to see what the fandom also has in store. So yeah, so that is my reaction to SmackDown, and now let's move on. To my summer slam predictions. So, like I said earlier, summer slam will be coming to us tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you're watching this video or whenever I decide to upload it. But um, yeah. So we have like ten or nine matches announced. Um, really don't think we'll get any more. We might get some random kickoff match. Maybe announced tomorrow, like you know, we do, but um, yeah, it's in pretty good card. Um, couple matches, not very interested in, but overall, pretty interesting. So, um, yeah, let's get right into the predictions. Starting off with Braun Strowman versus the Fiend. Bray Wyatt and have what has just been announced to be a false count anywhere match. Um, after what happened last night, I'm really looking forward to this match. Um, you know, I but even though like I feel like we've been seeing this forever, but I'm kind of glad they're giving us like something new every time, like. Like at Money in the Bank, we had Braun Strowman versus, um, like Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Um, and then at Extreme Rules, we had like Braun Strowman versus Old Bray Wyatt, if you want to call him that. And then now we're getting, now we're getting Braun versus The Fiend. Um, but I'm going have to pick 
the fiend on this one just because um just because you know I feel like no I'm gonna predict the ending. What I feel like what's gonna happen is they're gonna have their match and then they're gonna end where they're gonna be at like that spot they're gonna be at like that spot where they were last night when Braun like threw Bray like off the loading dock. I felt like they're gonna be at the loading dock, but this time the fiend is gonna throw Braun off the loading dock and then he is gonna win the match. So I definitely see the fiend winning the Universal Championship. And then we have Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Um, another match that I'm really looking forward to. I feel like they've really built up this rivalry very good. Um, especially with Randy, you know, you know, like attacking all these different legends. So, um, definitely looking forward to. <coughs> excuse me. Definitely looking forward to this, but I'm going half to go with Randy Orton on this one. Um, yes, I do think that we're going to see both main titles change hands, but I have to go with Randy Orton just because I feel like he's been, like, he's, like, he's, like, so, like, on top right now with this new Legend Killer gimmick. I feel like they have to put a title on him. And plus, you know, I feel like it's been forever since we've seen a Randy Orton, you know, WWE reign. Actually, a Randy Orton title reign at all. But, um, so yeah, I definitely feel, feel like Randy Orton will be walking out victorious. Next, we have Bailey. Versus Oscar. Um. And I was just talking to somebody about this. Last night. I feel like. Here's what they're going to do. I feel like. Bailey. No. Wait. I feel like. Bailey is going to lose. To Oscar. And then. And then. Sasha Banks. Is going to beat Oscar. And then, at the end, Bailey's going to attack Sasa, which will set up Bailey versus Sasa at Crash of Champions. So, I, so I definitely see Bailey and Sasa breaking up at SummerSlam. Rather, if Sasa turn on Bailey or Bailey turning on Sasa, I definitely see them breaking up so um but yeah as i said next we have sasha versus asuka i already gave my prediction i said i said sasha's gonna win so um but yeah next we have the raw tag team title match the only tag team match i believe on this card um we will have Angel Garza and Andrade versus Montez Ford and Angel Dawkins. I definitely feel like they have built up. Like, at first, when this match was first announced, I was kind of, you know, on the edge. Like, I wasn't really interested, but then as they, like, you know, did the storyline of, you know, Montez getting poisoned and then, like, whatever her name is, like, um, Demi or something like that, um, but yeah, so, I think this is going to be a pretty good match, um, so, um, I definitely believe that the Street Profits will be walking out as the Raw Tag Team Champions, um, because I feel like either Bianca Belair, Demi, whatever her last name is, or 
I can't believe I'm going to say this, or Charlie Caruso get involved some way, somehow, to cost Andrade and Angel's defense. You know, they say sometimes when it be you, the team is you never see it coming. So I won't be surprised if Charlie Caruso gets involved in this matchup here tonight. So next we have Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a no disqualification loser leaves SmackDown or loser leaves WWE match. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure Sonya's gonna lose just because I've heard that um she's either requested for her release or time off. So, um, I definitely won't be surprised if Mandy wins. Maybe, you know, Otis gets involved and costs Sonya the match. But, um, yeah. So, um, now I'm not sure if, you know, Sonya's kidnapping has anything to do with this, which I'll get on, I will get to in a little bit in this podcast later on. But, um. Yeah, so I definitely see Mandy Rose walking out the winner. Alright, so next we have um the only match on the card that I feel like we've seen a thousand times. MVP versus Apollo Crews for the United States Championship. Um, I'm really hoping they put the title, they keep the title on Apollo. Just because I feel like he needs to, you know, get pushed a little more, just kind of more. But, um, yeah, so I just definitely see him keeping the title on Apollo. Next, we have Seth Rollins versus Ray, no, not versus Ray Mysterio, versus Dominic Mysterio in a street fight. Um, definitely one, I, I, I'm definitely looking forward to this match, but I just hope it's not like one of those squash matches, um, but definitely looking forward to this match. I feel like the Seth and Ray storyline has been one of the best so far this year. So, um. But this one's a little hard to predict. I can see Seth winning. But I can also see Dominic winning. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say Dominic. Because I feel like Ray's going to get involved somehow, some way. And just, um, yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Dominic Mysterio walks out the winner. And... Now, they haven't officially announced this match yet, but um, there's been rumors going around that it's going to happen. I'm being told that Baron Corbin versus Matt Riddle might happen at SummerSlam. So, I am going to choose... This one's a little hard to predict, but if it does happen, I am saying Matt Riddle walks out victorious. Next is time for the latest news in pro wrestling. Starting off with AEW is bringing back fans. Now, not just virtual fans like WWE. Actual fans. Actual live fans. Um, Basically, they announced Yesterday, that um, they're opening Daly's place in Orlando, Florida, up to ten percent for next Thursday, and if that works out, then they'll go to fifteen percent. Basically, um, they're gonna have little pods for either like single, duo, or like I think they go up to like six people per pod. But, um, yeah, so this should be pretty interesting. Tickets go on sale, 
I forgot. Maybe maybe yesterday. I don't know. But tickets will start at fifty bucks. So um, but yeah. Next, we have probably one of the biggest news of all. Renee Young is leaving the WWE. It has not been officially announced by Renee or the WWE, but rumors are speculating that Renee Young will be leaving the WWE after SummerSlam. Um, now, I can see why, you know, her her husband, John Moxley, is of course on AEW. Um, I can't see her going to AEW. Um, maybe I can see maybe going and do something at Sports Center like Terry Caruso does. But um, yeah, I definitely do not see her going to AEW. I do know that she's like starting to like become a cookbook author and all that. Maybe she'll get her own cooking show. I don't know, but. Yeah, Renee Young is leaving the WWE after SummerSlam. Next, we have another one of the biggest stories. Sonya Deville was almost kidnapped Saturday, last Saturday. So basically, um, there's this guy that's been following Sonya or has been stalking Sonya for quite a while now. Um, basically, Saturday night, um, he, like, now, I can't say it's officially that's been confirmed, but rumors said that Mandy Rose was actually at the house at the time. Apparently, they were watching UFC fights, and apparently, I forgot what it's, the guy's name was, but this guy cut, like, a hole in her in her screen door, so she could so she he could hear everything that was going on, and then once Sonia went to bed, he apparently like actually opened the door, and then, but her alarm, like her home alarm went off, waking her up, and then apparently she ran downstairs, saw what was happening. Guy started like sparking at her, she ran, gabbed Mandy up. And then basically left in Mandy's car. Sonia called 911 and they said when police got there, he was still there. And he was found with zip ties and mace and duct tape. Basically, everything you need to kidnap somebody. Um, so, but yes, yeah, Sonia Deville was almost kidnapped. Next, it has been rumored. That Shane McMahon will be taking control of Monday Night Raw. Now, this I really wouldn't mind. I feel like the Shane did with Raw Underground was very impressive. So, I wouldn't really mind seeing him take over Monday Night Raw. Also, now, this is the probably the craziest rumor I have heard today. Roman Reigns will be going to AEW. Yes, you heard that correctly. There's a rumor that Roman Reigns will be going to AEW as soon as tonight. So, um, yeah. Roman Reigns is going to AEW. Um, but I really can't see that happening. I just can't. Especially with Roman's family history, I cannot see that happening. So, but yeah, Roman Reigns is taking over. I mean, Roman Reigns is going over to AEW. So there you have it. Those are the top rumors and WWE. Now that will be doing it for this episode of the Ringside Report. I thank you for joining me today. 
um, I will try to have SummerSlam reactions up Monday morning, Monday night at the latest. Um, but yeah, a I will probably not do an AW review this week, just because of it being being aired right now. But um, I may I may not. But yeah, other than that, I will see you guys later.